The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Hey there, this is Toast. In this episode, we're starting a two-part series about waking up your soul. So this is part one. I'm Sienna. And I'm Toast. We've been partners in life, love, and music since 2001. And we believe life is best lived as a love story. Your love story. After all, to love well is to live well. For more, check out SiennaAndToast.com. But for now, here's this episode. Hey, everyone. Hello. Thank here's you for your joining host. us. Sounds like I say it, I say it like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Here's your you, host. You sound Sienna like Sienna and Toast. You sound like a game show. Yeah. Do you remember Guy oh, Smiley? Well. Guy Smiley. He's well, purple. He was a Muppet. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so hello everyone. Hi. Thank you for joining us today and spending your time with us. We totally appreciate you, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Only, only. Quality, good people are allowed to listen. So we love that you're here with us. Thank you so much. Yes. Okay, so we have an update. If you listened to the last podcast, we talked about how we're having just a good old traditional lesbian get-together. And... At our house. At our house. And we were going to order in from our brand new favorite find in our new neighborhood... This delicious vegan Vietnamese restaurant. Well, so it's we, not a delicious restaurant, but vegan Vietnamese food from a nice and fresh and organic restaurant and all of that, right? So oh, we had the house all clean and we're, we're, we're just getting ready and... Wait, the, but wait. What? what? Okay. Because you got to back up a little. Okay. Okay. So people were coming at like between 6.15 and 6.30, right? 6.15, 6.30. I don't remember the exact times. Okay. I think it was around those times. And so this place is like seven minutes away from us. So I had my alarm. Actually, you know what? Everyone was coming at 6.30. And I had my alarm set for 5.50 so that I could start getting the orders together and get organized to call in the order by 6 p.m. so that we could order it, you could go pick it up, and we'd be good to go. Mm -hmm. So 5.50 rolls around, and I'm gathering all the orders from everyone and what people wanted. Then at 6, when I call the restaurant... Nobody answered the phone. So I called again. Did anybody answer that time? <laughs> Nobody answered that time. They didn't even have an answering machine on or anything? No. Oh. So then I look up the restaurant. They're closed on Sundays. At dinner time. No, the whole day. Oh, the whole day the whole they're closed. The whole day they're closed. The whole day. Oh, isn't Chick-fil-A closed on Sundays also? Yeah, it's religious. It's a yeah. religious thing. So maybe these guys are similar. Yeah, maybe. Anyway. Anyways, so 
people are coming at 6.30. It's 6 o'clock. We had timed ourselves so well throughout the day, making sure we did not experience any house shame, right? We cleaned. We were ready. We got the yummy cupcakes together, got the cute dishes out, all of that stuff, all the appetizery things and little snackaroos. We were ready until it was 6.01 and we realized we have no food for these people. You know, it's so funny because when you, when you made the phone call, yeah, right? And then I know you called again. I thought that you had heard an answering machine saying, we're sorry, we're closed. Because... I remember you're on the you you had the phone up right to your face and then <laughs> and then you then you hung up and you dropped the phone from your face and you looked at me and you said they're closed. <laughs> so I thought you literally no, heard from no. them that and they're closed. But it doesn't matter. Because they were closed. They were closed. And here's so, here's the dilemma though. We don't know this area that well. Right. Because so we moved, not just like, moved here a month ago. Right. And it's not like, oh, well, that's okay. We'll just go to this other place. So then began the moment where I had to make a decision. I had to decide, am I going to flip and freak out? <laughs> I was really actually very <laughs> impressed with you because I thought you really remained very calm. Very well, calm. I... Because I know how you prefer to have things rolling along, right? You have your alarm set for when to call the restaurant. You have you like to plan things out. And and so do I, generally, not as much as you. But when the the plan kind of blew up there, I I thought you really remained calm. And I was very impressed and thankful. I did not feel calm. Let me say that. Well, you have good skills, I guess. I you know, you know those was emotional panicked. skills. So, anyways, okay. So, so anyways, this is where this is where Google is your friend. Google is your friend, and we, we ended up ordered pizza. We ordered. See, and this is the thing. It's not like there's a domino. Not that we would go to Domino's, but it's not like there's a Domino's nearby, mm-hmm. right? We're like out in the little edges of Portland. Mm -hmm. And so there's no like dominoes right there. Um, I don't even know where they probably don't even have dominoes probably doesn't have vegan options anyway. Right. That's the other thing is, is that vegan, we had, we had vegan requirements. We had some strict vegan people. We're not strict. We're not strict. But some of our friends are, and we totally respect that. Absolutely do. And we're not going to trick them. We can't just so, get food from any old place. Right. And so, thankfully, Mod Pizza came to the rescue with their vegan options. And then came the next stressor after we found that, okay, this place, we can do it here. Which pizza do we order? Right, Which because the pizza, guests have not had a chance. They, we didn't even to break the news to them. Yeah. Nope, no, nope, no. Nope. So what we decided to do? Well, I decided this. Toasted and know this what's was happening. a great decision. And <laughs> I just said, "Go there. You're picking up 
six, six pizzas. pizzas. Yep. And what what I decided to do is to get two different styles of vegan pizzas for each couple so they could share. So, and our friends who came over, they're so cool and so they were just when they found out, of course, fine. yeah. Nobody cares. Which is how we would be too, really. I mean, generally, Nobody right? Care. Your friend, you you have but, that's what you call that's what you call just grace <laughs> for people, right? You have have some I graciousness. I mean, people. I wouldn't have come on. Don't yes, get upset about true. pizzas and if or I, about food like And that. if I was a guest yeah, I would have been fine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I think it was more I, the fact that I was raving about this place, mm-hmm. and it's so yummy. And all of our guests carefully made their choices went from the menu. The menu, yeah, yeah. and as they walked in, they were anticipating a certain type of cuisine, mm-hmm. and instead, it was vegan pizza. Which turned out to be good, so it all worked out. But I thought, <sighs> I thought, when when this happened, I thought, oh my gosh, we have to tell the podcast listeners about this. So there you go. That the place was closed. You updated. Closed on a Sunday. Yeah. I thought it was. I, know. I thought it was oh just for gosh. dinner. See, I just learned that no, it was all day Sunday. No, the whole darn day. Okay. The whole darn okay. day. And you know right. what's great about this place is that they make their own. Um, like vegan jerky mm-hmm. they make mm-hmm. their own vegan cakes and in fact today we are headed over to some friends houses today or a friend's house one house mm-hmm. that we will be at and we are bringing cakes today but i it's did not it. sunday i know today is not i had sunday. to go okay wait when we're recording this okay wait <laughs> So anyways, that was such a long story to tell, but it turned out okay. Yeah. Okay. So now, now that you know it all turned out okay, <laughs> let's move on <laughs> to the topic of this episode. Again, we're starting a two-part series called The Wake-Up Call of Your Soul. And in this first episode, or the first part, we're going to be talking about discontents and longings. It's two sides yes. of the same same issue, right? And we have actually spoken about this topic several times before on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, but it's a, definitely, it's a theme of what we talk about. Yes. And we're bringing it up again because it is so important. It is so important to really understand what these discontents and flip side, the longings, the role that they play in our evolution and our growth. Mm-hmm. And our happiness. Yes. And once you understand that, or at least have that general bird's eye view of it, mm-hmm. you can really more easily see how they fit into your life, the roles that they play, and the ultimate goal, which is to help you grow and move to the next level mm-hmm. and progress. And I think how I relate to it is in terms of waking up your soul and responding and actively engaging in an active way with the discontents and with the longings. It's all about being who you're meant to be at this era of time in human existence, 
right? And, and doing what you're meant to do as a human being that has been born at this time and in this place and in this culture. So that's why it's a recurring theme. It's, it's a life yeah. theme. It's a life <laughs> it's theme. It's about life. It's a life theme. And every time you expand and you are on your green growing edge and you have some fear because it's unknown terrain and you're there, but you are becoming more of the person you're meant to be. It's not done after that. Right. <laughs> you know, so once it's you successfully accomplish that, whatever phase you're at mm-hmm. in who you are becoming, and you can enjoy a celebratory like, wow, I did this, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Wow, look at who I've become. Wow, look at this other part of me that I just grew into. Mm-hmm. Right around the corner, you will most likely have another discontent that will be calling you towards a true longing that will inspire your next evolution of growth Mm. in who you are becoming. So Mm. absolutely right. This is a constant theme for all of us. And if you look at your past and you pinpoint times in your life where you were feeling a discontent, or maybe you would use even the word suffering, like suffering or feeling pain about some issue or something happening in your life. The beauty of that, when you can pinpoint that looking back, is there is something that was also calling you in terms of a longing, the other side of the coin. Because where there is discontent, there is always a longing. Right. It's the duality. It's the polarity. It's the light and the shadow that is caused. And I think looking back and finding that for yourself, Mm -hmm. the several moments, you probably have several moments where you could pinpoint that. You can really see how the universe is on your side, how life is urging you to move forward. You can also probably see the natural polarity of the push-pull Something that calls you forward while something else is pulling you back to what's familiar. Mm -hmm. But that's why this topic today is so important. And we thought, okay, well, let's dedicate two episodes for it. And actually, before we move on, we should tell you and share that we, to us, this is so crucial (laughs) that we thought, what could make it easier for you if you wanted to have a more direct experience with what we're talking about with discontent and longing is what if we created some type of experience for all of you, like a workbook, Mm -hmm. to really take some time, have some prompts, think into it, feel into it, and see more direct ways in how you can move forward with your life. So we do have a free offering for you called the Wake Up Call, the Wake Up Call of Your Soul. And you can get that. And we send that to you when you join our email list. We actually have a new list that we're starting. So if you were on our list previously, we're inviting you to join another list, basically. Um, 
So we're starting this list from scratch. If you go to CNNToast.com, you'll see the the invitations there to, to sign up and you'll see, hey, get this wake up call of your soul. So you'll get that there. Unless you're visiting our site way in the future, at which point we may have changed that. <laughs> right? I don't know. When people are, I just realized that. Oh, yeah. You know, that's true. When people are listening to this. Okay. Things change all the time, which is exactly what we're talking about. Whoops. Growing, changing, yeah, dynamic absolutely. stuff, not staying stagnant. Okay. So if you haven't listened to some of the podcasts uh, before where we discuss discontent and longing, I'll just give a very quick example because Toast has a very juicy example coming Ooh. up. Um, so anyways, and some of you might already know this, but just to illustrate discontent and longing for all of you. So when I went to law school... After my first semester there, I was like feeling a strong discontent. I was feeling like, God, I don't belong here. These people are weird. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's so strict here. I just, oh, and, you know, and in going to school, I just felt that uh, feeling. So truly a discontented feeling. Mm. But with that discontent came a gift. The gift is that there was something else that was calling me more into becoming. And as I gave into more of the feeling of like, wow, you know what? I am not happy here. I do not like it here. Hmm. I, this, the culture here, I do not like law school culture. I do not approve. (laughs) And so discontent, you know, just became stronger and stronger as I, uh, as I stayed in school and pursued my studies. Mm -hmm. But as I realized, okay, this is not how I want to spend my days. As I started to have those feelings of what I did not want it to be, Mm -hmm. I was opening up to what I wanted it to be. And that's the beauty of the discontent. If you decide for yourself that okay, I'm not just going to hang out here and, and just take it. bitch and just be like... Become Rah. a hater. Right. If you get past that part and don't allow yourself to just marinate and dig your heels in the discontent, you do open up another energetic piece, which is then the longing. If the longing isn't so apparent to you. And for some people, it might not be. And then for some others the longing might just be glaringly apparent. For me, I started opening up to, I would love to do music. That's where I really felt that longing of like, gosh, I've been keeping all this music side of myself, just stuffing it down, you know, Mm. doing music in school, in high school, and then going on to study social work where there where I wasn't doing any music and then continuing on to law school and no music it was like my soul was starving for that creativity that I was just I was just longing for that creative aspect that I felt at the time law school wasn't nurturing for me in any way the creativity and so the longing for me was man I would rather be doing music And I want to be doing music and I want to live an artist's life and a creative life. I do not want to wake up and do the nine to five thing and be, you know, 
in a pantsuit. Pouring through. Yeah, and like. And pantyhose. (laughs) Pantyhose and pumps. And pumps. (laughs) Definitely not. But anyways, so that is where my becoming was. I had spent so much time in the world of the academic world Mm -hmm. that it was like, I was ready for just straight up creativity. And that was so scary for me because I had never done it in that way before Mm -hmm. where I gave all of myself to it. But the end of that story, which, which some of you already know is then I quit law school and I moved from Hawaii to California to study and do music. Ta-da! And then here I am today. Mm-hmm. And so it's not that, oh, okay, well, I am just meant to be this music person. That is what I'm meant to be. Forever, Forever and ever and ever. <laughs> yeah, it's Forever just about, you know what? This is the next step of my becoming. Amen. And Randy Travis fans will know what that is. And by that being the next step for me, then a whole other aspect of my my next becoming is revealed, mm-hmm. you know, which for me was the, the healing arts aspect. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. But it, it makes such a difference when you notice that discontent to look at it, you know, mm-hmm. to not just shove it down. There is a gift in the discontent. Hmm. There is a gift in your becoming who you become. So anyways, that is what we mean by discontent and longing. Discontent on one side, the longing on the other side. So why don't you share? Well, well before I share, I, I also want to make a point to, to uh, add some texture to this point that you're making. Because it, it's not, we're not saying that oh, if there's any kind of hardship or challenge or discontent, then don't do that thing. No, even in oh, pursuing totally. an artist's life right? yes. and saying yes to the artist's life, saying totally. yes to the longing, there's going to be challenge and hardship and right. discontent in that. Yes, and you're going to have fear, let me tell you. Yeah, <laughs> it, there's there's going to be problems and challenges. Yeah. So... Please understand. Yes. That. And also, too, like in my example, did I need to leave law school? No. I could have done music while I was in law school. Right. But for me, I did not want to do that. Right. And I won't go into why, but that for me, that wasn't. That's not the choice you made. That wasn't what I wanted to do. Yeah. For my becoming. Yeah. Okay. So the story that I. Think of from my life when we bring up the topic of discontent and longing is the story of me realizing slowly but relentlessly that the culture that I was raised in of evangelical Christianity was not for me. And this started happening in the mid-1990s, so kind of a long time ago. And that's when I started the long process of coming out just to myself even first, and then slowly to other people around me. But So it was the coming out piece 
that contributed to the discontent? Yeah, realizing who I was born as in mm -hmm. this world, you know, a member of the LGBTQ community, that created a discontent or illuminated a discontent with my upbringing in evangelical Christianity. Mm. Because in that culture, especially in the mid-90s, there's no tolerance for LGBTQ people. That lifestyle, that choice, right? That lifestyle choice. At that time, I, if I recall correctly, at that time, there was still a big debate about whether it was a choice or not. Mm -hmm. You know, now I feel like the general society has moved on beyond that. But it, it took me probably about, about 10 years to extricate myself from that culture just to slowly stop and just, you know, move on. And, but it was a long process because that's all I had ever known. Mm -hmm. In terms of I, my own identity, right, right, right who right. I, who I was, even music for you was in the church, right, yeah. And your friends, your family's friends, all, you know, so many of your social ties are are through the church. In that situation, so yeah, it took it took a long time, and. All of that stuff is external, right? So social life and, and stuff. But I would say the longer journey in some ways has been the internal journey just within mm -hmm. myself and my understanding of the spiritual world. Mm. Because when you grow up in that, that kind of fundamentalist kind of religion that is very dogmatic about this is how things are. This is the truth of who God is and, you know, what's good, what's bad, what has eternal significance. When you're presented with those kinds of hard and fast and unchangeable supposed truths, I guess I, I had a long journey in relearning and rediscovering for myself what the truths were about the universe and what the truths were about life and existence and the nature of of our spirituality as human beings to replace the the truths that i had been handed as a child right i need those yeah. were those things were important to me um but I, I was not going to accept, I was not going to accept the, the teaching that my LGBTQ-ness, like how I was created, was evil or Yeah, so that started the discontent, right? Or... The feeling of discontent. You're like, hey, wait, this, this doesn't make sense anymore to me. Like you were discontented with that, with what right. you were raised as. Right, right. And then, so then what was the longing? What was the silver lining or that feeling of like, you knew what the discontent was, mm -hmm. but you also knew like, 
there was some kind of longing that a light was shining on. So what, what was that? Was it the acceptance and true Christianity, what you might see as, you know, more authentic Christianity, if I well, can say that? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> can I say that? <laughs> well, I think if I wanted to stay in the discontent, mm-hmm. discontent side, mm-hmm. then I would have just um, shifted my life to be simply anti-evangelical Christianity. And just centered my life around being a hater and being a critical voice against against that. And centered my life about being anti that. Mm-hmm. But instead, I recognized that the longing was to have a spirituality that included and honored and had a pla- had an understanding had a deep understanding place for my lgbtqness mm, yeah my longing was to have a spirituality that actually made sense <laughs> that mm-hmm. made sense with with life and science mm-hmm. and psychology yeah and mythology and my personal experience in life with with other people and my relationships with them, my experience with life and uh, internal struggles about wanting to develop myself, my longing was to have a, a spirituality that that did uh, align with my soul's experience mm-hmm. of life. Mm-hmm. And so that's... That's the thing that has taken since the mid-90s to develop to the point where today I do feel like I have at least a framework of that 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 is layered enough, nuanced enough, enough facets to it that that does feed my soul, that does feel authentic and genuine and personal. Um, that encompasses and has an understanding of why people uh, have religions in the first place, Mm. you know, have a certain kind of, uh, whether it's Judaism or Christianity or or whatever it is. So that's where my thoughts go to in terms of discontent. And then, but what, but what the longing is behind that mm, discontent, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And what's what's cool is that I speaking of like, okay, what's the next thing? Because it does it does never end. So the next discontent and longing that I'm aware of is longing to <laughs> that's Sienna slurping on her coffee. My longing to to write about it or to uh, teach it, to teach it, yeah. to teach this framework, um, this this spiritual framework that I feel has really served me and helped me make sense of life and the world. Yeah, because um, you know there yeah. are people. You were searching for something. Mm-hmm. You found a way to piece it together. You know, pull from certain teachings and um, as well as create your own 
to put it into some form, some form and structure, you know, other people are looking for that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to, I would love to be able, my next longing is to be able to point to a body of work mm-hmm. that I can point to and say, that's what I believe. Mm. Instead of having to, you know, sit down and talk about it for six hours. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But that's it for me. That's my big, the through line in my life, I would say, mm. in in regards to waking up my soul. Because that's what, that's it really is what fires me up. Well, you know, and, and I don't know, I think there's, there's, I mean, this, this whole podcast kind of went in a direction that I didn't think it was going to go in. Oh, okay. Which is fine. Let it go there. (laughs) But I think what, I think with what you shared, it, you're illustrating a larger wake up call. You know, you're talking more, I feel about purpose, your purpose. And, Mm. um, that's a, that can be a whole other podcast, but I would imagine, um, and I'm saying that I would imagine because I've experienced it, witnessing you as a partner for, what is it, 19 years now? 18 years, 18 years. And through all of this time, I have, I have probably seen you go through various levels of discontent and longing around the same topic. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, so yes. it's discontent, then here's the longing, and then you are on your green growing edge, um, diving in and jumping into a a teaching, let's say, and you're giving it all you've got, you are absorbing it and, and great. Okay, good. But then here comes the discontent again, because Mm -hmm. it's missing elements (laughs) who you know to be. Yes. And so discontent is, is rises up again. Mm -hmm. And then you're longing, you're longing for something that can exemplify X, Y, Z. And so you're open. True. Then here comes another teacher. And then it's like, ah, this is great. You jump right in. And then it's like, okay, well, part of that was really great. And I resonated with that. But then here comes discontent again. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. I feel like throughout all these years, I've seen you go through various levels of this discontent and longing around this fuller purpose that you just shared mm-hmm. your through line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so it can look like that in one way. Yes. And then for other people, it can be moments, right? A moment mm-hmm. where it's like, I mean, I, and I'm saying a moment, like your moment could be a year <laughs> right? or five totally. years, yeah, whatever yeah. it is. But then you, you acknowledge the discontent, you wake up from that discontent, you see what it has cost you. You know, what has this, that discontent cost me in Mm. my life? Mm. Or staying in that discontent, right? It's cost me time. It's Mm -hmm. cost me whatever it is. Then you can really open up to the longing part, move towards that. And inevitably you will grow just by moving towards that. You will grow. And then you move on to the next thing. And so, yeah, I think that's a, yeah, that's a great deeper example. Hmm. And we expect that of you, Toast. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will deliver. (sighs) Okay. So this, hope you enjoyed part one. Um, Please do visit our website, sienotoast.com. 
opt-in for the guided experience. It's it's a 16-page guided experience, but don't let that scare you because you can go through this um, experience of waking up and looking at the discontent, looking at the longing with a dedicated 45-minute morning session for yourself or an evening session for yourself. Weekend session. But go ahead and sign up and get that wake-up call for your soul and you'll really understand what we're talking about. And hopefully, um, you'll have enough to move you forward with where you want to go, what you want to create, who you want to become, or who you know you truly are. So we invite you. We invite you to that. Yes. So thanks for listening. We hope that this has been helpful just to, you know, relate because this is a human condition. All of us have discontents and longings. No one's exempt. This is part of the package deal. If you're a human, you're going to have that. So I just want to affirm you. If you're feeling that, it's totally normal. We're all on this journey together. We don't allow any perfect people here. (laughs) And we are all about just progress. Progress. Yeah. Yes. So again, check our show notes for the link to join the email list and get that guided experience, the wake-up call of your soul. And hey, if you get something out of this, please remember Mention it to a friend, share the topic with them. Maybe you guys can have a a good discussion about discontents and longings. Do a review if you feel so inclined. Ooh, we're going to quiz you. No, we're not going to quiz you. (laughs) All right. All right. So hope you're having a great day today. And until until next time, time. this is Sienna. (laughs) This is Toast. Inviting you to come and live your love story. Hello, I'm Dr. Stephen Farber, and I'm an author, teacher, psychotherapist, and shamanic practitioner. On my podcast, Healing for Your Soul, I welcome some amazing guests and introduce you to some healing techniques like earth magic, working with nature and animals, and really getting to the heart of what is keeping you stuck. I want to help you deepen your spirituality and let go of blocks that are holding you back. Let me help you in this journey called life part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network. Subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode.